sing in the church of God in Christ. It just says, let God arise and his enemies be scattered. Because when God gets up, you're guaranteed to have power and total victory. If you believe it, put your hands together. That's our old school. I don't think y'all know anything about that right there. Good afternoon, Brother Walter. Can we praise them? 
Something happens when God get up. When God gets up, you have more joy. The devil don't want you to sing. The devil don't want you to open your mouth. The devil don't want you to do nothing. But when God gets up, when God gets up, afternoon Jennifer hey Jen hey sister Ruby y'all come on are y'all clapping them are y'all clapping your hands too I'm rejoicing in my soul. Yes, I dare you to put your hands together. Listen, listen, listen. I don't know how many of you heard that song. Let God arise. Let your enemies be scattered. Let God arise. Let your enemies be scattered. Let God arise. Let your enemies be scattered. Let God let God arise. <laughs> Listen, I am not a singer. Lord knows that I'm not, but I love to sing for the Lord. I love to bring a tune for him. It may not be the right tune, but it's my tune for the Lord. Amen. Amen. I love to just sing before the Lord. I do. I do. I do. I do. I do. I do. Lord knows I do. I love this thing. I love this thing. I love this thing. And I think that's why God didn't give me a voice because he knew if I had a voice, I'd be singing everywhere. I'd be singing all day, every day because I literally love to sing. I love to sing for the Lord. I do. I love it. I love it. I love it. So with no further ado, I want to thank you all for tuning in to Mr. and Mrs. Devotions Coupled Together Bible Study. Amen. I pray that this blesses you. I pray that it encourages you. I pray that you are uplifted because of what you need from the Lord. Hey, Pastor Ty, how are you? And so um, we're continuing to go on again. Um, we're holding off on uploading the vision boards because we're going to upload them on April the 30th. So we're giving more people more time to gather their vision boards together. Amen. And I want to make sure that everybody has an opportunity to have, you know, that 
that opportunity to upload their vision board. Um, I don't know. Again, I think I explained it for like the majority, the whole month of March, marching into your vision with your vision board. So April, you know, we're in spring, we're springing forward. So I want to just call it um, springing into your season of vision. Amen. And so you're just moving forward. So wherever you're wanting your vision to be, whatever, whatever your desire is, whatever your heart's desire um, entails for your vision board. Amen. So that's what I want you not. I don't not don't put what I want you to put, but your vision, the vision that God has given you, the, the vision that says, write it down and make it plain. And though you, you listen and though you may feel like it's not coming to pass, keep waiting on it because it's coming to pass. It's according to your faith. It's according to your belief and where you want God to take you. Amen. Amen. So, so no, April the 30th is the day we will upload our vision boards. Amen. Amen. So, with all of that being said, we're going to go ahead into our Bible study. And I know some of you are seeing where it is, um, I, I said 89 and 90. I didn't do it on Saturday because I used wisdom that my my husband spoke into me. Amen. And so we had literally our whole day was full with the, um, the family fun day on Saturday. And so I was really trying to figure out a good time to bring it in. He was like, listen, learn how to don't put things on a on a full schedule if you know we're going to be at the church and it's going to be four five six hours then you know pull back you know give give it a break give it a rest and that way when you come back you're refreshed and you're not rushing the message you're not rushing the word you're not rushing god and trying to squeeze that into your time so just use some wisdom so i was like oh honey i thank you and, and so I walked right into the wisdom and I, and I put that on my page a few days ago. If you don't learn how to listen to wisdom, you won't know how to walk into wisdom. Amen. And so, and no, it's not the first time that he's actually said that to me, but I've always had this attitude about, oh, I can do it. I can make it happen. I'll make it work. I'll, I'll squeeze it in. I'll do it some kind of way. And then eventually one day I look up and it's like, hmm. You're not going to be able to do that. You're, you're not going to be able to, I don't know how you're going to do that. I don't know how you're going to squeeze that in. You got to go pick up this. You got to go drop that off. You got to go this, that, and the other. How are you going to do that? So I'm still learning. Amen. And I'm not ashamed to say that I am still growing in the Lord. And if you feel like that you've already arrived, that's on you. And I will continue to pray for you. Amen. Amen. So with no further ado, we're going to go right into Bible study. I want to thank you for those who are tuning in for the first time. And you may be watching me for the first time. I am Elder Serena Holloway. This is when I do turn into I don't the wows of the vows. This is the ministry that God had given me back in 2016. Um, along with Can We Talk About It Live. That came um, to birth in October 2017. So God is just moving. And so I'm grateful. I'm humble. And I thank him for it. And I don't take any of it for granted. Um, God wants to get the glory, not just out of my story, but out of your story as well. And some of you may not have problems in your marriage, but sometimes when you just need your marriage strengthened, you just need it enhanced. You just need to, um, work out some little kinks and, and niches along the way. And you need something that's going to push you 
further into wisdom, instruction, direction. Amen. And so, um, quick little prayer. Lord God, I thank you for those that are on here. Lord God, I ask you to continue to go into their home, Lord God, and hear the prayers that they cry out to you on a regular, Lord God, on a daily, Lord God. I thank you, Lord God, for just waking me up this morning, closing my right mind with the activities of my limbs, Lord God, because somebody didn't wake up on this morning. But God, because of your mercy, you, you chose to, to wake us up, and I'm grateful and I'm thankful. So, Lord God, let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart to be acceptable unto thy sight, O oh Lord, my strength and my redeemer. In Jesus' name, Lord, I love you. And Lord God, as I begin, as I continue to decrease, you will continue to increase. Because if you don't say anything, nothing will be said. But I know that I can do all things through Christ, which strengthens me. And without you, I can't do anything. But with you, I can do all things. Amen. Amen. So I'm grateful and I'm humble on today that I'm able to come to your homes one more time. And I say thank you for allowing me to come in and teach and walk through Bible study along with you. Amen. And we're going to continue to grow together. We're going to continue to move together. We're going to continue to do what is necessary together because it is God who holds us in the palm of his hands. And it is us and it's up to us to give what is necessary according to his will and not our own. Amen. Amen. So for those who have your books, go ahead and pull your books out. We're on page um, April. Well, we're doing I'm doing April 3rd. And April the 4th on today. And then tomorrow I will do April 5th and 6th. And then I will be caught up on regular on April the 7th. And it's so funny because I just I got repeated that just on last week when I was doing um, 80. I want to say 84 and 85. But God is good. And he is worthy to be praised. And I'm just grateful that I'm able to just pick up where I left off. Amen. And so today it is pray for today, which is April 3rd. And April 4th is the joy of strength. And we're going to go through these and we're going to walk through this. And the reason why I played that song, let God arise and let his enemies be scattered. Because Psalms, the scripture we're coming today is Psalm 68. And the first verse said, let God arise, let his enemies be scattered. Let them also that hate him flee before him and that's why i love i love that song we used to sing that song in the choir or it's a congregational song and we just somebody would just break out with it we just start singing it but i love it because of the tune i love it because it's hype and i know the words and i'm able to sing it amen and so that's why i love it so i thought that would be a great song to start out with because that's what psalm 68 1 says amen so our our devotional Bible study. Our Bible study scripture is Psalm 68 and 19, and it reads in the NIV version. That's the version that Rob and Joanna Legan chose to use when they did this devotional. Amen. And so it says, praise be to the Lord, to God, our Savior, who daily bears our burdens. Our next Bible study, um, hey, Khadijah, our next Bible study scripture is 1 Corinthians 13 and 6. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. And I, I was studying. I was like, oh, my God, this is so good. And so our Bible study teaching starts out by saying, God never gets tired of hearing your troubles. Can I say that one more time? God never gets tired of hearing your, hearing your troubles. He doesn't want prayer to be your last resort. He wants to hear every detail of your joys. 
He wants to hear every detail of your sorrows. He wants to hear every details of your worries because he cares about you every moment, not just in times of crisis. He invites you to talk to him every day about every issue you face. And yes, the scripture tells us that he's a God. He's an all-knowing God. He's an all-seeing God. But God wants you to build the relationship with him. He wants you to sit with him sometimes and just talk to him. When you're driving in your car, instead of being on your cell phone or, or, having, or talking to somebody or texting or whatever, have a conversation with the Lord. Tell the Lord about your day, whether it's a good day, whether it's a bad day, whether it's a weeping day, whether it's a rejoicing day. He just wants to hear your voice. He just wants to hear your troubles and your struggles. He just wants you to come to him because he wants you to understand that he understands your issues. He understands your worries. He understands your burdens. Even Jesus said in his word, he said, well, Paul, I mean, um, uh, Peter went on to let us know in 1 Peter 5 and 7 to cast all of your cares upon the Lord because he cares for you. He, continue, he continues to care about you every day. God cares about your, your, your children. He cares about your husband. He cares about your wife. He cares about your marriage. He cares about your relationships. God cares about your finances. Hey, Sister Deshandra, he cares about you. He cares about where you go. He cares about where you don't go. He cares about where you want to where you want to go. He cares about what you want to do. He cares. He wants to have a conversation with you. And I think every day instead of us just and there's let me oh thank you Holy Spirit. And there's nothing wrong with having conversations with people. There's nothing wrong with picking up the phone and talking with somebody and getting the godly advice that you need and seeking direction and clarity. There's nothing wrong with that. But if you're talking to them more than you're talking to God, then God, he's a jealous God. He's a jealous God. He, he wants you. He wants all of your attention. He wants you to put him first because that's what his word says in Matthew. In Matthew 5 and 33, he says, seek, seek ye first. Can I read that? Let me read that to you. He says that in Matthew chapter 5. I'm sorry, Matthew chapter 6. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for correction. He says that in Matthew chapter 6, verses 33, he says, But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Take therefore no thought for the morrow, for the morrow shall take thought for the things of itself. Sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof. Amen. And so that's what you have to understand is put God first. Put Jesus first in your life. Amen. So this goes on to say, it says that Jesus taught you to pray for your daily bread. He says to rejoice always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. He says that in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 16 through 18. It says neglecting to pray every day denies God's love, denies his power, and denies his strength that he's trying to provide for you. He's trying to provide all your need. What are your burdens in this moment? Pray together, sharing how you're weak and tired, stressed and frustrated, confused and lost, bare and spent. You'll never give him anything too heavy to carry. You'll never use up the mercy and love he's holding for you. You'll never have questions his you'll never have questions his wisdom can't answer. He'll care for you. He'll fight for you and keep you until the end. Commit to pray every day he gives you until he comes. The joy of truth. 
1 Corinthians 13 and 6. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with truth. In marriage, we hold a powerful position of influence in each other's lives. We can spur one another on toward love and good deeds or cause people to stumble. And we're going to read that one. I, I want to read that one to you in Hebrews 10 and 24 and Matthew 18 and 6. We can encourage faith in the word or fall into doubt as we believe the enemy's lies. We can pursue obedience to God together, or we can tolerate sin and rebellion in our own home. Is there any evil taking root in your household? Are you passive about violence or perversion in your entertainment? Is your marriage bed pure? Has bitterness or anger been stealing peace from our family or from your family? Is anyone tearing down your confidence in the word of God or your marriage vows? Which truths on delighting your heart today? Is God the anchor for your soul? Does his peace sustain you through hard times? Are you placing your identity? Are you placing your future? Are you placing your possessions in his hands? Are you fully open with one another, confident in the faithful love between you? Pray that your household would be filled with God's light and holiness. Put away any relationship or activity that tempts you to reject his truth. And when I begin to read this, Lord have mercy. Hey, Pastor Wilton. When I begin to read this, and that's why I studied because I was just going to do today, pray for today. But when I went on and looked at the joy of truth, I said, okay, I'll go ahead and make the decision and put both of these together. Because when you, in order for you to walk in the joy of truth, in order for you to do what the scripture tells us in John 14 and 6, no, I'm sorry, John 8 and 32, in order for you to do what John 8 and 32 says, the truth shall make you free. So in order to have the joy of truth, you're going to have to pray for today. So whatever it is, so when you get up in the morning and you're praying, before you leave your house and you're praying, when you get in your car, you're praying, when you're driving to your destination, you're praying, when you arrive at your destination, you're praying, when you walk into the place wherever you're going and you're praying, when you leave that place, you're praying, when you get back into your car, you're praying, when you go into your next destination and you're praying, and when you arrive at that place, you're praying, and then when you're heading home for the day, you're praying, and as you're cooking and eating and meal with your family, you're praying, and before you lay your head down, you're praying before you go to sleep you're repenting your day should be a day full of prayer and i know some of you is like that's a lot of prayer prayer will keep you prayer will hold you prayer will guide you and lead you into all truth not just for others but for yourself as well and so what happens is Yes, we get frustrated. Yes, we get irritated. Yes, we get heartbroken. Yes, we go through trials and tribulations. Yes, we go through financial hardship. Yes, we go through relational problems. Yes, we go through in our everyday life. Now I have to now, but when you begin to pray and go through, you know you'll know how to handle your go through. When you're praying, when you're dealing with stuff, you'll know how to deal with it as you're praying. Your life should always be filled with prayer. And adding fasting. Listen, the scripture tells us, thank you, Holy Spirit. The scripture in Matthew 17 and uh, 21, I believe it is. Listen to this. 
Matthew 17, 20 and 21 says, And Jesus said unto them, Because of your unbelief, for verily I say unto you, If you have faith as a grain of mustard seed, you shall say unto this mountain, Remove hence to yonder place, and it shall remove, and nothing shall be impossible unto you. But verse 21 says, How about this kind goeth not out, but by praying, by prayer and fasting. And then you have James. Oh my God. Then you have James. You have James chapter 5. Then you have James chapter 5 and 16. It says, confess. No, let me go back up to, no, let me go back up to 14. No, let me go back to 13. Then you have James 5 and 13, 15, 16, and 17 says, is any among you afflicted? Let him pray. Is any merry? Let him sing psalms. Is any sick among you? Let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. Not your name, not their name, but in the name of the Lord. 15 says, and the prayer of faith shall save the sick and the Lord shall raise him up. And if he have committed sins, they shall be forgiven him. And 16 says, confess your faults one to another and pray one for another that ye may be healed the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much and verse 17 says elias was a man subject to like passions as we are hear me eliza elias was a man subject to like passions as we are and he prayed earnestly that it might not rain and it rained not on the earth by the space of three years and six months 18 says and he prayed again and the heaven gave rain and the earth brought forth her fruit and what you have to understand is that death and life is in the power of the tongue and the in the, the the um and it eats the fruit thereof. So therefore, if you're speaking life, then no, whatever you're praying for is not going to come to pass if you're speaking death. But if you're speaking life and you're eating the good fruit thereof and you're fasting and you're praying and you're speaking it and you're believing it and you know that God can and you know that God will, whatever you ask in his name, you can have it. Whatever you ask in his name you can have it and that's why i love that scripture in john 8 32 the truth shall make you free and if you want to be made free then you need the joy of the truth and in order for that to happen you got to pray for today start your day out with prayer amen listen to psalm 66 after i've gone through psalm 66 i mean i'm sorry psalm 68 and i'll read on down to um I'm just going to read on down to 19 and then I'm going to jump right over to 1 Corinthians um, 13 and 6. But this particular passage of scripture in Psalm 68 is talking about remembering God's glory and power. The times and cultures, they change. But God is always majestically present as a protector and as a provider. He's our Jehovah Jireh. He's our Jehovah Nisi. He's our El Shalom. I said that right. Or can I just say, 
He says he's shalom. <laughs> See, this is why it's not good to say to say words that you're not really familiar with and you don't say them constantly all the time. But that just lets me know, thank you, Holy Spirit. That just lets me know that I've been studying those names. I've been studying those names. I've been reading those names and I've been trying to put the 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 meaning to those names. And so I'm trying to build my confidence in that. So if I do say it, I won't do what I'm doing now and doubting what I'm saying. So listen, I, I'm saying, I'm just, that's what I'm saying. We're to, we're to grow every day. And we think, thank you, Holy Spirit. We think that when God calls us, we're supposed to know everything at 100%. And that's not the case. He calls us as we are. And when he calls us as we are, then the Holy Spirit will help us change to who we need to be according to his will, according to holiness, according to godliness, according to righteousness, according to the word of God, according to the joy of the Lord, according to our salvation. We're to change every day. But in order for change to take place every day, we got to study his word every day. We got to read his word every day. We got to pray every day. We got to fast at least at least two or three times a week. Some people fast and pray every day. Now, I'm going to take a short little break right here right quick. Last year, people couldn't believe it. And it wasn't for me to make them believe it. But I literally fasted from May 1st to the third, no, to the first Sunday in October. I fasted the first Sunday in May and I ended it the, the actually the third Sunday in October, but it ended. What was it? May, June, July, August, September, October. Five months I fasted every day, and I'm not saying that I fasted from sun up to sunrise, but I paced myself. I got uh, um, uh, chapters of the Bible and scriptures and storylines, and I began to take certain things and and do that day if I needed to just read chapter one and two of first and second chronicles I did that and I studied and pulled the word apart the Holy Spirit led me to go into another direction I did that I literally fasted and prayed for five months because of where where I where the devil was trying to take me let me just say it like that the devil was trying to take me and the devil was trying to make me some of you may not even understand that, but I, but saying it, it makes so much sense. The devil was trying to take me and the devil was trying to make me, meaning the devil was trying to take me into some places that I, that I was no longer there, that I had been delivered from. And he was trying to make me cut some people out. He was trying to make me put my hands on some people. So I literally had to get my mind together. I had to get my mind right. I had to get my heart rejuvenated and restored because of 2020 came and anxiety began to take over panic attacks began to take over i thought people were coming against me and then towards the end god was showing me no not everybody was trying to come against you but he was trying to show me how my mind was being compromised and what i was seeing and what i was feeling and the vision and the dreams that he was showing me was true and then, and because I realized it was true, some of it was true, then I had to endure. Then I had to persevere. I had to walk through this road alone. Lord have mercy. I had to walk the rest of this road alone. And it was the hardest thing that I ever had to do. It is the hardest thing 
that I ever had to do. And what some of you have to realize is when God is elevating you and you may think that he's putting you over here in this place, but then he's trying to pull you from this place because of that place, you have to have the spirit of the Holy Ghost. You have to have the spirit of God. You have to know God for yourself. You have to read the word for yourself because there are going to be some things in your life. There's going to be some things that's going to come upon you. And if it does not line up with the word of God, then no matter how much it hurts, you're going to have to ask the Lord to give you strength. You're going to have to ask him to give you endurance. You're going to have to get, you're going to have to have him to, have to listen. You're going to say, okay, God, I'm going to have to have you to strengthen my love like never before. Because this thing right here has taken me to a whole nother place. And because I don't, I don't want to face hell again. I don't want to backslide again. I don't want to be undelivered again. I don't want to go through the same trial and tribulation that I went through 25 years ago. This time, the, the last, the last five years, the last uh, uh, 18 years is where I, I, I've been with the Lord and I've not turned my back on him since. So this is why when I do Bible study, I get tell you, get your Bibles, get your Bibles. If I said something that you don't understand or it don't make sense, let us, let's have a conversation. Let's try to break this, this here a little, there a little. Amen. So we, we got to, we, you got to know this thing for yourself. You got to know it for yourself. So you got to know that he is your, he's going to provide for you. He's going to protect you. Amen. So Psalm 68, I think this is too loud. Y'all didn't even tell me it was too loud, did y'all? Y'all probably was like, I can hear it because she's loud anyway. <laughs> Listen, Psalms 68, verse 1. Let God arise. Let his enemies be scattered. Let them also that hate him flee before him. As smoke is driven away, so drive them away. As wax melteth before the fire, so let the wicked perish at the presence of God. But let the righteous be glad. Let them rejoice before God. Yea, let them exceedingly rejoice. Verse 4 says, Sing unto God. Sing praises to his name. And extol him that rideth upon the heavens. By his name. Jah. And I'm going to say that's Jah. Um, and rejoice before him. Amen. This is what you have to understand. That this song begins just like Moses cry in Numbers. And 1035, as the Israelites followed the Ark of the Covenant, perhaps it was written when David led a joyous procession that brought the Ark from the house of Obed-Edom to Jerusalem. And you can read that in 2 Samuel 6, 11 through 15. With shouts of praise and the sound of trumpets, David and his people took the Holy Ark toward Mount Zion. It was a time to sing praises to the Lord, whose presence brings great joy. Only in him is there hope for the orphans, is there hope for the widows, is there hope for the prisoners and all other lonely people. If you are among the ranks of the lonely or disadvantaged, join David in praise and discover great joy as you invite him to be with you. And even in that, when people are coming against you, praise ye the Lord. When people are gossiping about you, praise ye the Lord. When people are stabbing you in your back, praise ye the Lord. When people don't want you to be a part of what they have going on, praise ye the Lord. When you're feeling depressed, praise ye the Lord. When your children are acting right, praise ye the Lord. 
When your wife or your husband is coming against you, praise ye the Lord. Let everything that hath breath praise ye the Lord. Why? Because God is your protector and God will make provision for you. Amen? Amen. So, verse 5 says, A father of the fatherless and a judge of the widows is God in his holy habitation. God setteth the solitary in families. He bringeth out those which are bound with chains, but the rebellious dwell in a dry land. O oh God, when thou wentest forth before thy people, when thou didst march through the wilderness of up uh, when the when, sorry, when thou didst march through the wilderness, Selah, the earth shook, the heavens also dropped at the presence of God. Even Sinai itself was moved at the presence of God, the God of Israel. Thou, O oh God, didst send a plentiful rain, whereby thou didst confirm thine inheritance when it was weary. Verse 10 says, Thy congregation hath dwelt therein, thou, O God, hast prepared of thy goodness for the poor. The Lord gave the word. Great was the company of those that published it. King of armies did flee apace, and she that tarried at home divided the spoil. Though ye have lion among the pots, yet shall ye be as the wings of a dove, covered with silver, and her feathers with yellow gold. When the Almighty scattered kings in it, it was white as snow in, in salmon. 15 says, The hill of God is as the hill of Bashan, as and high hill as the hill of Bashan. Why leap ye, ye high hills? This is the hill which God desires to dwell in. Yea, the Lord will dwell in it forever. 17 says, The chariots of God are 20,000, even thousands of angels. The Lord is among them, as in Sinai, in the holy place. Verse 18 says, Thou hast ascended on high. Thou hast led captivity captive. Thou hast received gifts for men, yea, for the rebellious also, that the Lord God might dwell among them. And verse 19 says, our Bible study scripture, Psalm 68 and 19, Blessed be the Lord, who daily loadeth us with benefits, even the God of our salvation, Selah. This is what you have to understand, is this right here. This verse is also quoted in Ephesians 4 and 8. Ephesians 4 and 8 says this. Ephesians 4 and 8 says, Wherefore he saith, when he ascended up on high, he led captivity captive and gave gifts unto men. And what you have to understand that God is pictured as a conqueror marching to the gates and taking tribute from the fallen city. Paul uses that picture to teach that Christ in his crucifixion and resurrection was victorious over Satan. When he ascended to heaven, he gave gifts to the church, some of which he discusses. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And what happens is you have to understand that when we begin to apply the ministry of the ascended Christ, we will celebrate his victory over evil. It assures all of us who believe in Christ that by trusting him, we can overcome evil. Now, we all know that in Romans, let me go to Romans 12. Let me go to Romans 12. And I'm going to go to Romans 12 
and 21, where it says, be not overcome of evil, but overcome evil with good. So with that being said, God frees his people and crushes his enemies. Salvation is freedom from sin and death. Those who refuse to turn to God will be crushed by sin and death. They will be trapped by the sin they loved and destroyed by the death they feared. How much better it is for those who love God and fear the consequences of sin. And what you have to understand, which takes me right over back to Romans chapter 1. Romans chapter 1, where it says, Romans chapter 1, and I'm going to start at the 18th verse. Amen? Romans chapter 1, start at the 18th verse, when God's anger is at sin. For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who hold the truth in unrighteousness, because that which may be known of God is manifest in them. For God hath showed it unto them. For the invisible things of him from the creation of the world are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse. Because that, when they knew God, they glorified him not as God. Neither were thankful, because vain in their imaginations and their foolish heart was darkened. 22 says, professing themselves to be wise, they became fools and changed the glory of the uncorruptible God into an image made like to corruptible man and to birds and four-footed beasts and creeping things. Wherefore, God also gave them up to the uncleanness through the lust of their own hearts to dishonor their own bodies between themselves who changed the truth of God into a lie and worshiped and served the creature more than the creator who is blessed forever. Amen. And 26 says, for this cause, God gave them up unto vile affections for even their women did change the natural use into that which is against nature. And likewise, also the men leaving the natural use of the woman burned in their lust one toward another, men with men working that which is unseemly and receiving in themselves and rec that recompense of their error, which was meat. 28 says, and even as they did not like to retain in their knowledge, God gave them over to a reprobate mind to do those things which are not convenient. 29, 30, and 31 says, being filled with all unrighteousness, fornication, wickedness, covetousness, maliciousness, full of envy, murder, debate, deceit, malignity, whispers, backbiters, haters of God, despiteful, proud, boasters, inventors of evil things, disobedient to parents, without understanding, covenant breakers, without natural affection, implacable, unmerciful. And 32 says, who knowing the judgment of God, that they which commit such things are worthy of death not only do the same, but have pleasure in them that do them. Lord, have mercy. And that's why we must understand why God gave us his word so that we can recognize what's good and recognize what's evil so that we can recognize where we need to be and where we shouldn't be. We can recognize what's what, we, we can recognize who is good and who is bad. We can recognize what the word of God is and what the world is trying to show what the word of God is. So you have to know this for yourself. You have to know this for yourself. But so many times we'll find ourselves 
not walking in the joy of the truth. What leads us to 1 Corinthians 13 and 6. 1 Corinthians 13 and 6. And we all know that's a very familiar passage of scripture. Because it tells us that love covers a multitude. Amen. That's in verse 4. But verse 6 says, Rejoice is not in iniquity, but rejoice in truth. So let me go back up to um, 1 Corinthians chapter 13. Hello, Bishop Giovanni. 1 Corinthians chapter 13, starting at, and I'll start at the first verse. Though I speak with the tongues of men and of angels and have not love, I am become as sounding brass or a tinkling cymbal. And though I have the gift of prophecy and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and though I have all faith, so that I could remove mountains and have not love. I am nothing. You are nothing when you don't have love for people. You know, it, mm -mm, let me let me let me stay let me stay focused. Verse three says, and though I give all my goods to feed the poor, and though I give my body to be burned, and have not love, it profits me nothing. Verse four says, love suffers long. Love is patient. Love is kind. Love envies not. Love doesn't boast. Nor it, it love doesn't boast in itself, and it is not puffed up. Love does not behave unseemly. Love is not proud. Love is not rude. Love doesn't seek its own. It is not easily provoked, and love does not think no evil. And verse six. Love rejoices not in iniquity, but it rejoices in the truth. So verse 7 says, Beareth all things, believeth all things, hopeth all things, endureth all things. Love never fails, but whether there be prophecies, they shall fail. Whether they be tongues, they shall cease. Whether they be knowledge, it shall vanish away. For we know in part, and we prophesy in part. But when that which is perfect is come, then that which is in part shall be done away. But love should never be done away. Love should never be lost. Never, ever. Hey, Pastor Hunt. And what you have to understand is we have to make up in our mind how are we going to love? Are we going to love in truth or are we going to love in iniquity? You can't love man. I mean, you can't love Satan and God too. You're either going to hate one or you're going to love the other. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And this is what you have to understand is that in this society, they confuse love and lust. Unlike lust, God's kind of love is directed outward towards others, not inward toward ourselves. It is utterly unselfish. This love is not natural. It is possible only if God help us set aside our own desires and instincts so we can give love while expecting nothing in return. Thus, the closer we come to Christ, the more love we will show to others. So in our Bible study lesson, it says the joy of truth. And I gave y'all earlier John 8 and 32. The truth shall make you free. 
But I also want to go to John 14 and 6. I also want to go to John 14 and 6. And I'm almost done. I am almost done. John 14 and 6. John 14 and 6 says, Jesus said unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. So we all we, we want to skip Jesus and go straight to God. But you can't because Jesus is the way. Jesus is the life. Jesus is the truth. John 1 and 1. Let me read that to you. John 1 and 1. In the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him and without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life and the life was the light of man. Jesus is the light. Satan is darkness. And if you can't pray every day for God to give you love, even for your enemies, you're walking in darkness. You are walking in darkness. You are walking in darkness. You are walking in darkness. I'm telling you, you are walking in darkness when you literally, hold on one second. You are walking in darkness when you can't love your enemy. You're walking in darkness when you can't pray for your enemy. You are walking in darkness when you can't love the person that you don't believe should be in a place or should not be in a place. You're walking in darkness because your love cannot be partial. Your like cannot be partial. You can't say, well, um, I don't like you, but I love you. Well, I don't like you, but I have the love of Jesus Christ for you. That's not loving me. It's not love. Jesus doesn't love us with Jesus don't say, well, because you a sinner, I, I don't I don't like you. Because you a sinner, I don't love you. I'm only I, I only uh I, I you come to me, then I will love you. No. No. He said, God said, with loving kindness, I drew you. God's love is trying to draw us out of sin, trying to draw us out of iniquity, trying to try to draw us out of our thoughts. Trying to drive us out of our failures. Trying to drive us out of our mistakes. Paul said, when I was a child, I spake as a child. I understood as a child. But when I became a man, I put away my childish toys. I put away my childish attitude. I put away my childish thinking. I put away my immaturity. Paul wasn't five when he when he said that. He wasn't six years old when he said that. Paul was a Saul was a murderer. And when he turned his life over to the Lord, God Jesus changed his name from Saul to Paul. Ask yourselves, how many of you need a name change? How many of you need the Lord to change your name? But he's not going to change your circumstances. He's not going to change your name. Until your circumstances change. When you change your circumstances, he'll change your name. Lord have mercy. Let me see if I can say that again. Because that, that was good. That, that wasn't me. That had to be the Holy Spirit. He's not going to change your name until you change your circumstances. 
He's not going to change your circumstances just because you need a name change. Let's talk about Myra. Yeah. I know y'all like, did she just mess up? Nope. I said it just the way I said it. Let's talk about Myra. Let's talk about bitterness. Let's talk about how Naomi tried to change her name. Because she was going through. The Lord took her husband. The Lord took her children. She tried to send her daughters along with because she couldn't give them any more children. So she she had to go back home. But before she gets there, she's talking about, well, I don't come, don't call me Naomi. Hey, Naomi, it's good to see you. That's not my name. My name is bitter. My name is angry. My name is hateful. My name is this. My name is that. Why would you accept that because of your circumstances? Why would you accept that because of your situation? Why would you accept that? Why? That 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 makes no sense. But isn't that what we do? Well, sis, how, how you doing that? I'm angry. I'm mad and I'm ticked off. And I want to go and cut somebody's whole throat, snatch their whole soul out of their whole body. And then, but you're, but you, but you are neat. But wait a minute, hold on. That's love. So now, let me, let me now let me flip it. It is love. Because they're asking you how you are. So their next response should be, have you prayed today? <laughs> do you need a hug? Like, do you want to talk about it? Like, what's the problem? Because uh, you're talking about snatching a whole soul. Can we just sit down and have a conversation? <laughs> because God knows we don't want to stay in these places that we're in. God knows that we want to come out. But like the Bible study lesson says, the joy of truth. But in order for you to have the joy of truth, you got to ask yourself, have I prayed today? Have I sought the Lord today? Am I frustrated? Is things coming against me? I mean, when the last, and then you have to ask yourself, okay, when the last time have I fasted? Because um, this all this other stuff is just, it's just it's too much. Like, what's really happening? Like, what's happening? And it's so crazy how the lesson is pray for today. How do I pray for today? Lord, guide me. Lord, I'm not speaking death first, but God, I'm just saying if anything comes my way, give me strength to handle it. Give me strength to endure it. Give me strength not to not to use any bad words. I don't want to have the, the wrong attitude. I don't want to have the bad attitude. Lord God, I want to walk in your will. Lord God, I want to I want your light to shine in me. Lord God, I don't I don't care what they got going on, but Lord, I need you to come and see about me right now because right now this is what I'm feeling and it's the prayer that I need to pray. So God, I need you to help me and help me in Jesus name. Because I just said you can't go to you can't go straight to the Father. You got to go through Jesus, who is the way, the life, and the truth. And again, the truth shall make you free. So if you want the joy of the Lord, if you want the joy of your salvation, if you want healing, you want deliverance, you want salvation, you want to be able to love everybody 100% and not be impartial with it, the truth shall make you free. Amen. I'm done. I'm done. Y'all have to go back and rewatch it if you desire to. But I thank God that I, 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 me, I pray every day. Whether my prayer is, Lord, I thank you for waking me up this morning, closing my right mind with the activities of my limbs. Lord God, I thank you for blessing me. God, I thank you for your mercy. God, I thank you for your grace. God, I thank you for my husband. I thank you for my children. Or my prayer is, Lord, 
I'm not having a great day right now. Lord, my spirit is kind of vexed. But God, I know before the day is out that you're going to give me strength, that you're going to restore my joy, that you're going to give me peace within myself. Because right now, God, I ain't really feeling nobody today. But Lord, you know me. You know my heart. You know I don't want to be in this place and I don't want to cross nobody wrong. But Lord God, give me the, the desire of my heart. Give me love and peace and joy and meekness and patience because I got to go over here and do this, Lord God. And I just need you to do, I just need you to do you, God. Lord God, I need my, my flesh to be decreased so that your spirit can be increased. So either way, whether your prayer is good, whether your prayer is bad, or whether your prayer is ugly, what is your prayer for today so that you can receive the joy of truth and you can be made free today in this very hour? All you have to do is touch the hem of his garment. All you have to do is cry out, Lord, I need your help. Uh, Psalms, this is dropped in my spirit. Psalms 121. I know it, but y'all know me. I'll be trying to be, be all. Be, mm -mm. Let me just let me just read it. Psalms 121. Psalms 121, one and two. Psalms 121. I will lift up my eyes into the hills, from whence cometh my help. My help cometh from the Lord, which made heaven and earth. He will not suffer your foot to be moved. He that keepeth thee will not slumber. Behold. He that keepeth Israel shall neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is your keeper. The Lord is your shade upon the right hand. The sun shall not smite thee by day, nor the moon by night. The Lord shall preserve ye from all evil. He shall preserve your soul. The Lord shall preserve your going out and your coming in from this time forth and even forevermore. Lord have mercy. Hello, Minister Shannon. Hello, Sister Shakita. Hey, Pastor Shedrick. It's so good to see y'all on here today. But I, I am done. Y'all go back and we watch the replay. And we said it all the time. The Lord's going to bless you going in. He's going to bless you coming out. This scripture said he's going to preserve you going in. He's going to preserve you coming out. That means the Lord's going to keep you. He's going to keep you in perfect peace. He's going to keep you on the right foot, on the right path. The scripture tells us that the steps the the the, the um the, the the steps of a good man are ordered by the lord if you allow the lord to order your steps he'll protect your direction if you allow the lord to order your steps he will protect your direction lord have mercy he'll cover you he'll keep you he'll lead you and he'll guide you amen amen so continue to allow the words of your mouth and the meditations of your heart to be acceptable unto his sight because he's your redeemer and he's your strength. Amen. Amen. So know that God is good and he is worthy to be praised. Listen, I'm saying, man, listen, I, I'm so glad that I decided to do this because it helps me. And if God is helping me, then I want to be able to help you as God is helping me. We're in this thing together. We can't be partial. We can't, we can't have that partiality spirit. If you're going to love, love 100%. If you're going to hate, hate 100%. If you're going to live right, live right 100%. If you're going to live wrong, 
live wrong 100%. Because Jesus said, if you lukewarm, I'm going to spit you out of my mouth. You're either going to be hot or you're going to be cold. Because at the end of the day, all that straddling the fence, you got to cut it out. You, you got to cut it out. You can't say, well, I'm going to pray for this group, but I ain't praying for that group because I don't like them. You can't say, well, I'm going to go feed these homelesses over here, but I'm not going to feed those homelesses over there. Homeless is homeless. You can't say, well, I'm going to go work on my mom. She's a widow. I'm going to take care of her, but I can't take care of the other widows in the church. That You're being partial. Either you're going to give, you're going to give it genuinely and freely, or you just don't give it at all. Either you're going to do it right, or you're going to do it wrong. But you got to make a choice. You got to choose. Joshua said, as for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. We choose to serve the Lord. And he said, if you see, if you find it evil to choose the Lord, if you find it evil to serve the Lord, then choose. Because as for me and my house, we serve the Lord. So you can't pick and choose who you're going to love. You can't pick and choose who you're going to like. You can't pick and choose who you're going to favor. You can't pick and choose who you want to bless. You can't pick and choose. And I'll keep saying this. I'm about to do a teaching on this. On Balaam and the donkey. I preached it on an Easter service Sunday. Or Mother's Day service. I'm not sure which one. But I preached it before. And I've been saying this a lot here lately. These last few weeks I've been talking about Balaam and the donkey. So some of you donkeys might need to go back to the altar. Because some of you are thinking that you can't be used. Some of you are thinking that God can't use somebody else. So know that if you, if you, if, listen, if you're going to be the donkey, let the Lord use you. Let me just put it out there like that. If, they, if people are calling you a donkey, continue to let the Lord use you. Be a donkey for the Lord. Be a donkey for Jesus. Be a donkey for, for peace. Be a donkey for, for, for health. Be a donkey for your sanity. Be whatever you need to be, whatever that God needs you to be to keep you in perfect peace so that you will continue to love the people. So that your love won't be altered. That your love won't be hindered. That your love won't be a stumbling block. That your love won't bring division. That your love won't bring discord. That your love won't be jealousy and envy. When you love, you love wholeheartedly, 100%. You got to love. Yeah, people make you mad. My children make me mad. But Lord knows I love my children with all my whole soul. But not as much as I love the Lord. I love the Lord with all my heart, body, and soul. So if I got to make them mad, I'm going to make them mad. If I got to tell them the truth, I'm going to tell them the truth. Because I ain't going to hell for nobody. I came too far to let people turn me around. The devil is a lie. He just said it. Lord have mercy. Can I go back to that? Can I go back? Can I go back and sing that song? Will y'all let me sing that song? That's <laughs> something y'all like, Lord, don't let us sing. Can I go back? What'd he say in 68 and Psalm 68 and 1? Let God arise, let his enemies be scattered. Let them also that hate him flee before him. And I sing that earlier. Let God arise. Let my enemies be scattered. Let God arise. Let my enemies be scattered. But check this out. We've been singing it all wrong. Because it didn't say let God, let God arise and let my enemies be scattered. I even learned that when I was studying this on yesterday. He said let his enemies be scattered. 
But we were singing it. Let God arise, let my enemies be scattered. Let God arise, let my enemies be scattered. Amen. Well, that's the songwriter. I'm not saying that the songwriter is wrong. That's that's what it is. Listen, he let the Lord want his enemies to be scattered. We want our enemies to be scattered too, but not scattered to where we're not going to love them, not scattered to where we're not going to help them, not scattered. We're not going to give them something to drink, not scattered. where We're not going to clothe them and teach them and give them all truth according to the word, according to the word of God. Amen. Amen. So. God bless you. Know that I love you. Know that I'm praying for you. And know that our Bible study prayer ends out with this. Lord, forgive us for trying to bear our own burdens. Teach us to pray all the time. Trusting you to care for us. Lord, let us, ha let us have love. Let us love one another by living by your word. Give us the strength to turn away from evil. Make us holy as you are holy. Amen, amen, and amen. Listen, I love y'all. I have lots of love for everybody. I love everybody. I can talk to a donkey. I can talk to a turtle. I can talk to I can talk I can talk to myself. <laughs> I talk to myself when there's no one else to talk to. Yeah, y'all know the song. <laughs> Listen, ain't nothing wrong talking to yourself. Amen. Don't let them tell you something wrong when you talk to yourself. Let somebody say, yes, you do. <laughs> I love everybody. But when it comes, but for me and the peace that I choose to have, if I feel like that I just, it's not, let, look, let me walk away. Because I, listen. I don't have time. I, I, I want to make it to heaven. Every day I pray. Every day I seek the Lord. Every day, God, what, what can I learn today? What, what can I learn to do today? Who can I help today? Who can I encourage today? How can I be a, an example to somebody today? How can I grow closer and closer to you? How can I grow further and further in the words? Those are my prayers. Because I've been on the other side. I'm like, I'm like Paul. I've been on the other side of the track. I'm just saying. I've been a sinner. I've been an unbeliever. I was a non-Christian. I was one of them hellion rebellions. That's who I was. But now I'm no longer that person. And I have chose to have peace. And I have chose to have joy. And I have chose to have love. Not just for myself. But for those as well. Because that love that Jesus Christ and God the Father had for me. And if we're not able to do it for them, God and Jesus is not obligated to do it for us or for me. Amen? Because I want God to get the glory out of my story. And I do not want him to say, depart from me. I don't want him to say that to me. I do not. I do not want him to say that to me. Amen? Thank you, Sister Shakita, girl. You know, because you know me for my past. <laughs> you know, you know, you know, you know. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. I'm just kidding. Listen, I, as y'all can see, the joy of the Lord is my strength on this morning. You know why? Because I recognize that the enemy is trying to take me out. I recognize that Satan is trying to mess with my thyroid and get my throat all the way messed up. But I done anointed it. 
I done drunk me some anointed oil. I have faith. I believe that God is going to continue to heal me. He healed me once and he's going to continue to heal me again. I will not accept any defeat from Satan. The devil is a lie. I've, I'm, I've already done won the war. I'm already walking in my victory. I'm already, I'm, I'm more than a conqueror. And if God is for me, who can be against me? Nobody. Nobody. Amen. So no one or no thing is going to separate me from the love of God. I'm where I need to be. And this is where I'm going to stay. Right here. Doing the will of the Lord. Amen. 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 And you know what? I thank God for that. Sister Chiquita. We need to do lunch again soon. We need to do lunch real soon. I'll come right there where you are, honey. I don't care. I, I Wait, as long as you not, as long as you have not moved to Johnson City yet, then I ain't going to drive there. But if you're still in Morristown, I got you. Or if you're still in Jefferson City, where are you? Where are you? Where are you? Wherever you are outside of Johnson City, I will come. Because it's only an hour and like 20 minutes to maybe an hour to Morristown. It's like 45 minutes to 50 minutes to Jefferson City. Or wherever you are. <laughs> Let's do lunch. More sound. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. More sound. I love to eat. So I'll come, I'll come to you. I'll come to More Sound and we do lunch this time. Since you came to Knoxville the last time we had lunch. So I don't mind to come to More Sound. So I love you. Know that I'm praying for you all. Continue to pray for me. On tomorrow, if it's God's will, I'll be back here again at noon. Amen. To Mr. and Mrs. Devotions Cup Together Bible study. Pray for today and the joy of truth. Amen. Amen. I love you guys.